0: A Midsummer Night's Dream at Shakespeare Theater in Chicago has a contemporary vibe. Perhaps one of the Bard's most well-known and beloved plays, A Midsummer Night's Dream at the Shakespeare Theater on Chicago's Navy Pier puts a slightly modern twist to an old favorite. This is Reno Loveson, executive producer at ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com and theater reviewer for ChicagoTheaterAndArts.com. It's not unusual for a Shakespeare story to be something of a three-ring circus. In this case, Oberon, king of the fairies, directs his minion Puck to put a spell on Titania, queen of the fairies, for the purpose of teaching her a lesson. The spell uses the essence of a special flower that will cause Titania to fall madly in love with the first being she sees, whether it be man, beast, or fairy. Oberon prefers the more beastly the better. While lingering in the woods and going about his fairy king duties, Oberon happens to witness an encounter between two humans, where he learns that Helena is in love with Demetrius, but Demetrius does not return her affection because he favors Hermia. So Oberon decides to help Helena out by instructing Puck to put the same spell on Demetrius, with the hope that when he awakes, he'll first see Helena and fall uncontrollably in love. Hermia loves Lysander. But her father wants her to marry Demetrius and gives her a rather draconian ultimatum to either marry Demetrius, become a nun, or die. Meanwhile, the local theatrical group, led by Peter Quince and featuring the overly exuberant Nick Bottom, is preparing to offer a play in celebration of the Duke's wedding. Puck manages to turn Bottom into a man with the head of a donkey and have him be the first being that Titania sees and who she, of course, falls madly in love with. Puck gets a bit confused in regard to Demetrius and Lysander, and manages to get them both in love with Helena. In the end, it all gets sorted out with each affected character believing, well, it's all been one weird dream. The play within a play gets performed for the Duke, with the young thespian Francis Flute reluctantly playing the part of the female ingenue, then basically stealing the show in spite of Bottom's most creative and memorable death scene. The cast is as follows. Edwin O'Blennis plays Theseus, the Duke of Athens, as well as Oberon, King of the Fairies. While Alexandra Silber plays both the Queen of the Amazons and Titania, the Queen of the Fairies. Sam Kibidi is Puck. And William Dack plays the father of Hermia, as well as Snug the Joiner. Hermia herself is Melissa Soledad, Pereria. Tyrone Phillips plays Lysander. Eric Shabala as Demetrius, and Christina Panfilio as the much pursued Helena. Joe Dempsey as Peter Quince. Nick Bottom is played by T. R. Knight. Francis Flute by Alex Silver. Robin Starveling by Sarah Savigny. Tom Snout, Jonathan Butler Duplessis, and the first fairy Adrian Stores. This version of *A Midsummer Night's Dream* offers a number of elevated production elements that Shakespeare could not even have imagined including a dramatic entrance by Puck and the addition of a number of original and repurposed musical elements by composer and company musical director Keith Thomas, which contribute to the contemporary vibe, making this production generally more in the vein of a pop concert or a Broadway musical like, say, Wicked. The first fairy, played by Adrian Stores and Titania, are featured in most of the big musical numbers, with the ensemble performing as quite a credible group of backup singers. The set by Todd Rosenthal is at first austere, but later opens to reveal the world of the fairies, comprised of an array of colorful, humongous, and fanciful flowers. Director Joe Dowling says it's intended to be reminiscent of The Garden of Earthly Delights, a painting by 16th-century Dutch artist Hieronius Bosch. Lighting by Jesse Klug and Greg Hoffman is certainly part of the visual experience. Costumes by Fabio Toblini range from fabulous to, well, ho-hum, but mostly fabulous, aided by the very effective wigs and makeup of Richard Jarvie. The three wedding dresses would make any bride happy, and the fairy costumes would be at home in any grand opera house. The clearly outstanding performances were by veteran actor William Dick as Aegeus, Hermia's father, who also played Snug the Joiner. Sam Cabidi as the mischievous Puck, T. R. Knight as the pompous and bombastic Nick Bottom, who commands the stage, and Christina Panfilio, whose modern interpretation of Helena was spot on without losing the important nuance of Shakespeare's language, Joe Dempsey, Jonathan Butler, DePlesis, Alex Silver, Sarah Savinia, who together with Knight make up the traveling theatrical group, are clearly having a great time. And significantly increasing the humor and energy level. The Shakespeare Theater Company is one of the jewels in the Crown of Chicago Theater, and for that reason must be held to the highest standard. In this case, they definitely lived up to their reputation. A Midsummer Night's Dream is at the Chicago Shakespeare Theater on Navy Pier and runs through january twenty seventh, twenty nineteen. Runtime is about two and a half hours, including intermission. Call the box office at three one two. Five nine five fifty six hundred, or visit chicagoshakes.com for ticket information. Don't forget to visit chicagotheaterandarts.com to read more reviews That's of theater productions in Chicago, and follow Chicago Broadcasting Network at Facebook, and subscribe to our podcast at Spotify, iTunes, Podomatic, or at our own website, chicagobroadcastingnetwork.com. If you need video production for your business or organization, Reno Lovison Marketing is available to help. You. Just visit renoweb.net for more information. Thank so hey, thanks to Scatterplot for the use we'll of his song, Foster Avenue Beach, as our theme song.